this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We were best friends and about to spend our first summer apart. How about the sweaters? You tie them on. But a pair of pants. Ta-da! would keep us together. You think that a pair of jeans that fits all three of you is going to fit all of this? This summer, we'll share them equally and they'll travel among us. Rhythm, I'll make you brave. Help! Call an ambulance! You got a price sticker on your forehead. Swear, you must never see this boy again. All my life, everybody's seen me a certain way. And what do you see? Why is that so hard for me to say? I have no problem being mad at you. Because you know I'll always love you no matter what. The white people are scared. Welcome to Recap and Gown, a podcast where four old millennials talk about the high school and college movies from back in the day for high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I am your co-host, Crooks. Joining me this week and every week, he sings like an angel and drinks like a fish, the class of 04's own Big Hearn, David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? Not much. Um, if anyone needs a uh, big mouth fix waiting for the next season to come out on Netflix, <laughs> Human Resources is fantastic. I've heard Just as gross and ridiculous, um, but obviously focusing on the... Uh, the demon, uh, uh, not even demon. What, 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 what do you call them? The hormone uh, monsters. The hormone monster characters. Um, and yeah, they just like they just fuck a lot. It's gross. It's jizz. Ridiculous. Yeah. I I did see that pop up in my recommendations, and I'm like, I'm gonna put a pin in that. I'm I'm working my way through Vikings Valhalla right now. 
So yeah. It's a real, real yeah. change of pace to go from that. It, to, uh, it will be, yeah. and it goes by quick. I think it's only I'm eight sure. episodes, so I'm enjoy. Sure. Check uh, it out. Recommendations. I went to go see um, Uma, the um, the Sandra O oh horror movie this weekend. Uh, very good. Not that scary. Um, mm. More like an or Oma, isn't it? It's, it's Uma, U M M A. I don't. My um, Korean accent, I'm sure, is terrible. It's, it's Uma. Okay. Yeah. Uma. Anyway, sorry. But yeah, it's it's really good. Um, it's it's not as scary as I thought it was going to be, but it was more like an allegory for the difficulty that comes from dealing with the death of an abusive parent. So it's like, how do I deal with these emotions? Like, yeah, they're dead, but also like they sucked, and I don't really know how to handle how I'm feeling. But it was really really fucking good. She's great mm. in it, and the, the girl who plays her daughter is also really really good. Hmm. Um, flying solo in the Lone Star State. This podcast chief mysticism and trivia correspondent from the class of 01, Dana Griffin. What up, Dana? Annyeonghaseyo. That's oh, a little bit that. of Korean that I know. Goddamn, pal. <laughs> I only knew Annyeong from uh, Arrested Development because that was the, that yeah. was the kid's name. Annyeonghaseyo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, two of my best friends in high school were Korean. That's why I was like, me. wait, Damn. it's not um, it's not Uma, it's Uma. I, I um, I'm not good at this. Just mom. Um, yeah. I'm doing all right. I will say if we're going to talk about uh, things, because apparently this is what we do at the top, recommend shit that we watch. Mm-hmm. Um, the Sebastian Stan Hulu film Fresh. Weird. Ooh, watch that. Watch yes. it. Yeah. We will talk after this podcast. <laughs> okay, because Bill and I had like a raging debate upon something that happens in that, and I was just like, it's a, it's like... It's more about the logistics of so, like how you can't talk about it without giving things away, but it's really good. Sebastian Stan is great. I love him. I found out he's like, I think he was, I can't remember what country he's originally from, but he grew up in New Jersey and is only like a year older than me and went to oh, Rutgers. Shit. And I was like, if I had just gone to Rutgers, <laughs> I would know Sebastian different. Stan. Yeah. Whole um, world. Yeah, we stick a pin in that because I, I have a lot of thoughts that I need to talk about with somebody with that movie. Yes, uh, I have to discuss. Yeah, we have like, yeah, yes, yeah. let's remember because it's a, it's a thing we debate. Like once a day, we're like, I don't think, like we go back and forth on this one part. I have severe ADD, so I'm probably going to forget, but I'll try. I'll make a note. I keep a million post-it notes on my desk. I'm <laughs> at my work desk, so I'll put a, I'll put a, like fresh real big okay right, fresh anyway. and giant letters um while you are writing fresh if you could multitask and tell us what movie we're watching uh where we can get it and what it's about okay um its official name is the sisterhood of the traveling pants i wrote it in our notes as a sisterhood of the janky jeans sure did and yeah. i think bill called it the sister nonsense of the traveling what or something <laughs> I it's right these it's are all correct title yeah, no, uh, these these are all all correct, all proper, based on what happens in this movie. Yes, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it came out in two thousand five. It is available on HBO Max, and we're mainly watching this because I didn't want to pay for another movie. I just Bless can't you. do it. I can't do it. <laughs> and the synopsis via Rotten Tomatoes is: Bridget, Carmen, Lena, and Tibby are best friends living in Maryland. After many summers together, the four are finally going their separate ways for a few months. While Bridget heads to Mexico and Lena visits family in Greece, Carmen and Tibby stay closer to home. No matter where they are, they are connected by a pair of jeans that take that they take turns sharing. Pants that fit all four girls and exemplify their tight bond. I, uh, pretty I decent synopsis, I guess. I don't know what a pair of 
jeans that fits or wait that exemplifies their tight bond it doesn't do that it i mean it's just, butts, it's just a weird yeah. pair of pants, a weird pair of pants. I mean, that's, Jesus. that's it um <laughs> yeah and i guess i mean yeah compared to mexico and greece carmen is closer to home in south carolina for whatever sure. three days she's there or whatever you're not saying it right south carolina south carolina south carolina, south carolina. Uh, Dave, if you could give us a rundown of who's in this movie. Some people in here. It's pretty good. Um, Amber Tamblin as Tibby. Um, Alexis Bledel as Lena Caligaris. Uh, America Ferreira as Carmen. Uh, Blake Lively plays Bridget. One of my favorites, Brad Whitford as Albert Al Lowell. Not a good guy. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, we'll talk more about that. Uh, Jenna Boyd plays Bailey. Oh, Bailey. Um, Nancy Travis as Lydia. That's uh, Brad Whitford's new wife. I was like, oh, Helen Slater. I don't know why I get Helen Slater and Nancy Travis confused. Just two Mm. white ladies with wavy hair. Her accent is atrocious. (laughs) Welcome to South Carolina. Yeah, she was was trying. Um, Let's see. Uh, Erica Hubbard plays Diana. This is soccer pal Diana, friend there, from there were, soccer. There were two girls who were nameless. <laughs> yeah. Soccer uh, friends. Kyle Schmid as Paul Rodman. Mike Vogel as Eric Richman. Then there's a lot of there's a lot of names of people that that one I don't know from, that um, aren't important or that one guy from the Perfect Score played Brian McRyan or Ryan McBrian. <laughs> Fuck that guy's name. Yeah, was. Leonardo Nam. Brian McBrian. Yeah, that was yeah, Brian yeah. McBrian. I thought it was that's one what, was a Ryan, one was Brian. Ryan that's Ryan where he was McBrian. from. Yeah, yeah, it was a good <laughs> comeback. There, it was good. Shit, real good. <laughs> okay, uh, let's go around the horn here and give some memories of the first time we saw this one. Dana, what do you got? Uh, Take a stub. No, I no no. Um, <laughs> no, no. This no, isn't no. one of those like <laughs> no, no, this no, came no. out right after I graduated college, so I probably wasn't seeing this for like. Who knows when? But I, I, I really was trying to pinpoint it. So like, I lived at home for like a year after college. So like maybe when I lived at home because I, I, I wouldn't have had cable for a while because then I moved to Philly and was poor. So I was like, when yeah. did I? I know I'd seen it before, um, but obviously not recently because I, I feel bad that I made us watch this. But anyway, <laughs> we'll talk about it, Dave. <laughs> what do you got? I saw it yesterday. Okay, okay. and uh, just just remember incessantly being advertised back in early college and just having zero interest <laughs> in any part of it. Yeah. I had also never seen this before. Um, Sex Preamble did read the book back to back with the divine secrets of the Yaya sisterhood when we mm. were dating. So I was like vaguely familiar with it. Um, when I worked at that video game store attached to Hollywood video, there was a section in the store that was for staff picks. And I remember that when I worked there, um, this would have been the summer of like 2006, I want to say, there was a woman that worked over on the Hollywood side. We opened at the same time um, every day, the two of us opened our stores and she would watch Mulan, then the little mermaid, then uh, Anastasia every day in that order in the store. Mm -hmm. And her staff picks were this Real women have curves and Mona Lisa mm-hmm. smile. And I'm like, you are mm-hmm. you are a, a walk and live laugh love poster, aren't you? <laughs> like this mm-hmm. was a whole it was a whole vibe out of her. I was like, I was intrigued because she was my age. And I'm like, how were how was this what you're doing? <laughs> like this is just you're hard into the skid. I respect yeah. that a little bit though. She 
if you watched happy move for the most part she, happy she, good was about somewhat uplifting stuff i guess not she entirely not but well, uh, to, to, be, to be fair mulan mm. the soundtrack is fucking full of bangers ah, man slaps <laughs> that yeah That's, eight in the morning it'll get you going slaps um <laughs> let's see here dana uh re-watching it as an adult did it make the grade or should they have held this back oh <sighs> I think it could have been better. I think there's some nuggets. I think there's some things. I think there's some different areas we could have explored with each girl on their journey. I think there could have been more interesting things for Blake's character specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm also comparing it. There are women of a certain age, older millennials, who will. You think this movie might be reminiscent of Then and Now? I don't know if you've ever seen that film. I now have not seen it. My now wife loves it. Yeah, Now and Then. With I didn't know it was then, a sorry. thing. My wife loves it. And she's like, how have you never mm. seen this movie? And I'm like, you've never seen uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. That movie is like quintessential. And like, you want it to be like that. Like this, but uh, no, it's not that. Here it's it's not Now and Then. It, it was okay. It was okay. okay. We'll pass it. But I think we could have done, we could have. Made some choices. I messed mm-hmm. up gesturing with scissors. Um, <laughs> You're going to stab yourself in a second here. Uh, Dave, how about you? I don't know what else to really say, but I've seen worse. Um, <laughs> it's too long. Um, uh, goes all, I mean, I understand it's part of the movie to go all over the place. I have some issues with some of the plot points. Um, just the shipping costs in general. I mean, I'm sure we'll get into it, but. Uh, <laughs> Um, it, it wasn't made for me and didn't do anything for me, but, uh, I've, like I've said, I've, I've seen worse and it was fine. It, it, nothing really like offended me or I didn't hate any part of it really, but it was, it was a movie. I got through it. Will I watch it again? No. So fine. Didn't hate it. Didn't love it. Don't really have any feelings. Uh, our, our assessments here are as though we have a hive mind here. I'm going to read what I wrote. (laughs) Because this is going to freak everybody out how similar these two are. I want to start by acknowledging this movie was not made for me. Um, Straight cisgender men in their 30s not the target audience for this movie. Uh, That said, I kind of was okay with it. Um, I don't think it's something I'd watch on my own. Like, Dave, I'm not going to watch it again. But I never really did. No. um, I never really got bored during it. Um, even though there were like a bunch of really obvious tropes they threw in, I don't think I actively rolled my eyes at any of them. Mm-hmm. However, as Dave said, at two hours, feels about 20 minutes too long, especially at the end. <laughs> it ends a couple of times. But uh, I mean, I get why this movie resonates with a lot of women in our generation. Um, you do? I do. Okay. I, there, there's parts of it where I'm like, I can see why this would get stuck in your mind. Not that it's like quintessentially great, but there are bad movies that I think guys of our generation also have watched and go, that feels, you know, prescient. <laughs> so I think yeah. I, I get it. It's, I, it. It passes, but like, I'm never going to watch this again. Um, before we jump into the recap and the segments, do we find any fun facts on this one? No. Not one. <laughs> Blake Lively's dad plays yeah. her dad. That's really it. There you go. That's all you got. Um, okay. Yeah, on that list. Oh, the jeans—they're Levi's. 
<laughs> Miss Lippy's car is green. That we said that earlier too. Because no one, none of these facts, no one gives a Miss Lippy's car is green. Oh, Billy likes God. to drink soda. Oh exactly. God. It was shot on a soundstage because it's cold in Canada. I, I'm a little bit surprised by that. It wasn't an obvious soundstage to me. So some of it, not bad. all of it was, but yeah, it was cold in Canada, so they did some of this on a soundstage. Okay. Jesus Christ. Let's jump into the recap and the segments here. Uh, Dana, where do you want to get us started? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, because there weren't any fun facts. I thought we could just chat about the cast really quickly because I really felt like, you know, they're like, oh, you got these up-and-coming gals who are youngish, which not wrong, but, you know, things have changed. But <laughs> I feel like at the time, at least for me, to me, Amber Tamlin was like the most famous of all of them because I was a huge General Hospital head oh, growing boy, up. Okay. And she played Emily Quartermain who dated Lucky of... Her last name was Quartermain? Quartermain, yes. That's They're like the... Fa- they were the family of Port Charles. I grew where- up in an all-my-children uh, household. Okay, you didn't... Your, your mom didn't do the whole thing? No. Okay, so on the East Coast... All my children in Loving. Port Charles. So Loving used to come on first, and then it went off the air. So then it went, Port Charles, All My Children, One Life to Live, General Hospital. That's a three-and-a-half-hour block of soap operas, just so you know. long block. Jesse Nurse. Every day. Her hospital was the, she was dating Luke and Laura's son, Lucky. Oh. What are the names I know. Wait, Luke and Laura had a kid named Lucky. Okay. You this said your ass, they did. Too fucking much. And that son dated Emily Quartermain, who was like the adoptive daughter, I think, of the Quartermains. Yes, yeah, she was adopted. I don't care. Okay, anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> This is important. It's important to somebody out there. It's just I, I really couldn't. I will say, we have a we have a very female heavy listenership. I, I guarantee they're loving this. Understood. You're welcome, ladies. Yeah. She was also the titular Joan of Joan of Arcadia, a show I'd never watched, but a I TV like TV people liked it. It didn't. I don't think it was on for a little bit. I think we discussed this last week. Famously, the daughter of Russ Tamlin, the original riff from the 1960s West Side Story. Mm-hmm. Have you watched the new West Side Story? No, I'm not going to do that. It's on everywhere streaming. Just pick a streaming service and you can watch yeah, it. I mean, don't want to do They it. don't translate the Spanish. I'd say 30% of the movie is spoken in Spanish and they don't translate it. Well, you can do that in some movies, not that one. I was <laughs> like, my mom told me that like Spielberg was like, oh, I don't want the English to seem more important. I was like, well, you did. Because I'm yeah. just sitting there going like. Yeah, I know what's going on. I'm we picking up every fifth word. I was just like, well, I mean, like talking about Mulan, let's just do Mulan in the original Mandarin <laughs> with no, no translation for the children. It was very weird. Okay, anyway, so to get into this, and then next would be, uh, God, I, my notes I wrote her down is Alexia. Um, Alexis Bledel, who mm-hmm. would have been on Gilmore Girls at the time. I didn't come up to Gilmore Girls until like it started to come on ABC Family and reruns. 
And then I was watching it. And then when I really got into it, I realized at the time the show came out, I was Rory. And then when I started to watch it again as Uh-oh. an adult, I was Lorelai. Yeah. Like, oh. well, I think this was also um, when she was trying to get away from that image because she was also in Sin City right around yeah, this time. Yeah, same year. And, same year. and did like a sexy photo shoot. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what you're, I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> this is odd to me. Sin yeah. City, good movie though. Her Great character. Movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get or miss, but the good movie, good, good movie. Yeah. I like it yeah. Um, America Ferrera, I was going to say, I thought originally she might have been more famous, but then I realized Alexis had. Gilmore Girls, she had been in Real Women Have Curves, which was like yep. a critical darling. And she was about to start Ugly Betty, which I did watch the first couple seasons of. It was surprisingly good. Surprisingly I liked it good. at first, yeah. Yeah. And then Blake Lively, who I think now is like the most famous of them all. Um, this is pre-Gossip Definitely. Girl. Technically, I think her first movie, and this was right before Accepted. So. Oh, yeah. And she was also so, like Accepted was 17. 2006, yeah. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. actual 17 in this movie because there was a part where I'm like, I bet she's 20. I'm like, no, no, no actual 17. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right. So, you know, they're trying, you know, I think Ambler, Amber's still doing stuff because she was on, like, what was it, The Last Man? Why The Last Man, though FX canceled oh, it? Oh, I didn't, I didn't yeah. watch that, but yeah, she was on that. Uh, might have been okay. I just never got around, got around to watching it. It's been canceled. I have no idea what Alexis is up to, nor American America Ferrera. <gasps> you didn't watch Superstore? Oh, I forgot about. Um, no, I no, never watched Superstore. that show. God okay. damn, it was good. Yeah, okay, she, okay. It, it's good, and she's good in it. I watch right. any show with the like, kids in the hall, and it, and that's uh, Mark 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 McKinney's funny. Yeah, like and he does a funny voice in that show. Okay. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's good. All right. So. That was the cast. I think everybody's doing fairly well. I'll quickly mm-hmm. look at Alexis. I don't, I don't. Oh, she was on Handmaid's Tale. They're all doing great. Oh, what, am what am I talking about? What am I talking about? And she married Warren Pete Campbell think, from, yeah. from, yeah, she married Pete Campbell from Mad Men. I, f- I always forget his name. Yeah. Uh, Vincent Cartheiser. Vincent Cartheiser. Yeah, with the, with the, 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 yeah, the hairline. Yeah, with the, with the thing yeah, and <laughs> stuff. Yeah. So they okay. caught these ladies on the come up and they're still around. Bravo. Good nice and done. Truly. I think it's very rare you'll, you'll get a cast that's like still doing shit this many years later. And so. four of them. Not very good. That's, that, that's amazing. All four at this point. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's something. Some of them maybe shouldn't. Blake Lively. I those. Some of the movies. Did you watch Age not. of Adeline or whatever with Harrison Ford's in it? She Fuck doesn't age. Here. What is that? That's great. She doesn't age. It's funny. And Harrison Ford's like, I, I want my family back, and you're still the same age. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh Hard my pass. god, it was on Hulu. I watched it. it is. Oh, it's very real. It's very <laughs> real. No hard pass. Oh, Adeline, <laughs> I miss you, Adeline. <laughs> Proceed. I don't like that voice. Go, go back. Go back to the outlook, Cody. No, very, um, so that's a pretty good Harrison, with Harrison Ford. Ford it's now. A good Harrison Ford. It's good. Get off he just, my he, plane. He always wants his family back, or he wants you off his plane. Well, it's one of two things. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> get away from me. Go, go find him. Jesus. Oh, my family back. Oh no. <laughs> derailed. Okay. All right. So those are the four main characters who are part of this girl group that they, I'm calling this their meet cute. They all met, I'm putting this in air quotes, yeah. in utero, because their moms were in some jazzercise pregnant lady class. Hey, I think I this is know. dumb. This is really pregnant dumb. Aerobic. I thought it this was, was super, this is dumb. All born in the same week. <laughs> yeah. All born in the same week. These kids are best friends, but their moms never interact. No. I, I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. This is like reverse good boys. 
because in Good Boys, they make the big point of being like, you're only friends with your childhood friends because you live close and your parents are friends. These kids live close, their parents are friends, and their parents are not friends. Like, oh no, we're still best friends anyway. Yeah. The yeah. remaining moms stood next to each other at that uh, funeral scene. That's really the only oh, time they were we see there at the funeral. Too. That's the only time we, we see them them together without the uh, without the girls with them. So. That is it. Yeah, maybe, you're right. Maybe that was like tough for them. Okay, because well, we oh, can yeah. discuss that. So we can. Yeah. So the, yeah, they've been friends since before they were born, and then this is at one point. America Ferrer is the narrator, but then they also all at some point. Though. Okay, yeah. No, so well, they read the letters. It's the letters. Yes. So America for is the narrator, but then yes, there is voiceover yeah. when <laughs> it's either if I'm reading your letter, is it your voice or is it my voice? It's if if you're reading your my voice. letter, it's my voice. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. So there is a lot of that. So it does get confusing. A little yes. confusing. Um, but Bridget is played by Blake Lively, Lena is played by Alexis uh tibby is amber and carmen is america mm-hmm. um and bridget is described as w- the wild and unstoppable bridget oh my god reckless reckless yeah, yeah. delinquent <laughs> yes she beats a child <laughs> she does lena the shine beautiful lena girls were pressed and i need to know why um Tibby is the rebel, and I'm just calling her dismissive and rude because that's mm-hmm. ultimately what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah. Performative angst. Yes. And then Carmen describes herself as the writer. That is the latest. We, we never see her write. We <laughs> don't. I will say, I write fiction. I would never call myself the writer. No, I, I'm a lot of things that are more fun than that. But like, that's all she gets, like the writer. I know. I was like so mad. This was the closest I got to physically rolling my eyes in this movie. <laughs> like it felt a little <laughs> on the nose that the voiceover assign female character archetypes to all the girls rather yeah. than just like have us put that together based on sort of what they yeah. do. Also very odd to me that these four girls with very, very different personalities are all best friends and like don't seem to have any other friends who more closely match their personalities. Bridget people just doctor, stay friends, man. Teammates. Exactly. <laughs> Some uh, people just stay friends for a long time, whether you I, have stuff in common or not. I mean, I mean, I it get it. Definitely but you happens. also have other friends that you have things in common with. Yeah. There should be some other girl that writes. Tibby clearly is super into my chemical romance. We're I was waiting for friends. one of them to have some kind of streak in there. I'm like, yeah. oh, Tibby. Tibby, blue hair. Look at you, looking good. I was that, waiting for one of you. That's good. That was one of the fun facts is that Tibby's nose ring constantly moves because it's fake. You can get one of the mag- magnetic ones, but yeah, it always slightly moves a yeah, little there's bit. A, there's a point where it's right. approaching her septum. I'm like, that's not yeah. where that's supposed to be at all. Or what's nope. the, the bridge in the middle, whatever that is. Septum? Septum? septum. No, the septum is septum the bottom. Is what's, what's this thing, thing in the between. bridge of your nose? There's one the bridge. where it's like, like up on like where your glasses sit. Yeah, oh, so it's the bridge of your nose. It's awful. That's the bridge. Yeah. Um, so that's what they're like. And then also we learn a little bit more. Bridget, dad is cold and uh, distant. But her mom committed suicide. He's a broken man. Yeah, yeah. Jesus so that, that was, what was her, like, mom, oh. her mom committed suicide, but like they never really spell it out. They 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 hint at it later in the movie. My notes say, "Oh fuck, did she kill herself?" No, they like, talk about it at the funeral in the first scene the when they're scene? at the funeral. How did I? Yes. What did they say? 
I don't know what they said, but they're like, she took her own life. Oh, I thought it was just like she got sick and died or was in a car crash or whatever. No, I did not pick up no, that no, at all no. until at the end of their pizza party. No, she, she <laughs> took her own life. Okay, well, that's deep. Yeah. That's in like the first uh, I just missed it. I fully missed minutes. it. Wow. Because then she sure. runs, she takes her heels off. She's like, oh, these heels that. are so uncomfortable, and then runs home. Barefoot. Glass Barefoot. in your feet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're in Bethesda. It might be nice. So, <laughs> distant dad, dead mom, boy crazy. Wild and unstoppable. Beats a little kid when she's also a small child yes. at a ballet recital because one of them trip and the boy laughs and she jumps off stage and beats a kid with a paper program and no one intervenes. No. Everyone just like, ugh. Let, just let, watches let, it. I'm going to allow this. <laughs> I'm going to allow this. <laughs> Um, Futurama, love Futurama. <laughs> Lena, who is the shy and beautiful, she like never wears pants. Is always very covered up. She's going. Uh, we'll talk about where she's going, but like doesn't wear bathing suits. Is Greek. That's important to her character. Very, very <laughs> important. <Central>. Yes. <laughs> she's mm-hmm. also an artist. So yeah, mm-hmm. there's that. Mm-hmm. Tibby, uh, the rebel documentarian um horrible filmmaker we watch it as a little kid and she's like directing them whilst on screen yeah. and it's yeah. like come on you should know better yeah, horrible filmmaker terrible employee there's a lot <laughs> that she's bad at yeah yes yeah. also her parents for some reason i guess like i couldn't tell how old they were in that video when they're i think making a video about her complaining about her parents having more children i'm gonna say they were roughly 10 because they were the same age as when Carmen's dad leaves, and he leaves yeah. when she was 10. But then yeah. her sister is so young, because they're 16. But yeah, one of them is like three, and the other's like in a baby care thing. But well, they make that video, yeah. maybe they were like 12? When maybe. They made the, the one who's three is way too old to be in a pack and play. As, as a father, <laughs> I'm going to say, that kid was... I don't know, baby. man. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, so Timmy's also going through it, because her parents decided to have more children when she was already like a preteen so yeah. there's that yeah and then carmen her dad leaves uh and she's puerto rican so <laughs> half puerto rican and i'm like bullshit like, <laughs> there's no way that girl's half white her dad is not bradley whitford okay correct like, all of these things are that's a dark-skinned white that's an italian fella no my well maybe because i had a friend in high school her her dad was Puerto Rican, her mom was Italian, and they looked Puerto Rican. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Bradley Whitford is like like upper north upper Wasp. upper Europe Anglo. Wasp. Yes. 100 percent No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, and also, you know, because she was in real women have curbs, we all like that also is a plot point. Yes. That yes, whatever. So as the synopsis says, they're all going on a summer vacation. We're not going to talk about the jeans just yet. They're all going away. This is the first summer they're ever spent apart in 16 years. No one went to camp for a week. No one had to go visit grandma and grandpa somewhere. So, okay. I saw this and I was like, I don't... On the one hand, it doesn't make any sense. One of these girls' dad lives in another state. Another Uh girl's grandparents live in a whole other country. Like, you would Mm -hmm. think at some point they would some time apart. But I guess thinking about it, like I never spent an entire summer apart from my friends. Like there were times where one of us was gone for a week and then someone else was gone for a different week. And I have like football camp for a couple of weeks and like be tired or whatever. But like, I don't think I ever had, I mean, I never went to like sleepaway camp. I went to 
day camp as a Cub Scout, which is lame like, as hell. But for soccer camp to be a whole summer? Yeah, two months of soccer camp in a foreign country is absurd. That's that's just wild. To in me. like, like the I had desert. Yeah, I had friends in high school who like went to Korea on missions or like visit family. So yeah, I've had that. Mean. Yeah, I had I yeah. had friends who like. I think I had a friend who went to like Vermont for a, a whole summer one time or something like that. Vermont, huh? Yeah, yeah it's great. It's great up there. I can't do one of those accents. Mm. I thought we were going to do the main justice accents. <laughs> you a man now, boy. <laughs> we, we definitely can if, if you like. I'm we can cook you the hardest, spiciest bowl of gumbo you would ever done see in your life, boy. <laughs> so you're sentencing me to eat a spicy bowl of Yo, gumbo. Boy. Oh, I'll post it in our group, guys. Oh, man. It's never not funny to me. Anyway, um, so, okay. Maybe at 16, it's not, I don't know. This, this is weird. But anyway, so Bridget is going to soccer camp for a whole summer. And then her thing is she's annoyed because there's no boys, which, mm-hmm. duh. Like, I'm, I've gone to sports camps. Why would there be members? Granted, I played sports that the members of opposite sex in this country don't play. I was going to say, there were never girls at a football camp, but it's football <laughs> camp. <laughs> I was like, eh. but yeah. I guess so it was I, basketball camp, maybe. I, I, I don't know. I don't Still know. seems I never, unlikely at that age. Yeah. Like, yeah, it just seemed weird that she was annoyed by it. And then Lena is going to Greece, doesn't speak a fucking lick of Greece. No. Nope. Your name is Katsafrakis or whatever. Like you speak some. <laughs> it's Katsafr- That's you got it exactly right. Okay. Katsafrakis. Yeah. That's a shout out to Weekenders, the greatest Disney show that's never been on Disney Plus. Here's Katsafrakis. Um, but yeah, like doesn't speak a lick. Didn't be like, oh, I should. My mom. My mom said I'd pick it up. I was like, you should at least come with something. <laughs> of all, something in your pick pockets. Up. Greek is not one that's easy to just like fall into. <laughs> like the whole thing is, it's all Greek to me. It's not an easy language to pick up. One would think, but, you know, she has to learn Greek with her parents, and then she also, through the course of her stay, learns about old Greek grudges or something. Yeah. And yeah. that, but Greek. Yeah. 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 There you go. Um, Tibby is staying in Bethesda because she, I think, also has to raise her younger siblings. Um Though I, she does have a dad. We just never see him. We just see mom throwing babies at her. Yeah, and it's very common in films like this. Just one parent, maybe if you're lucky, or this kid is just raised on a farm. Just, yeah. just go. This is the <laughs> feral the, child, the farm of life. Yep, enjoy. And you live in a very nice, like modern-looking house. It's very, very. The house is, yeah, the house is yeah. in general. Bridget is rich, apparently. <laughs> no, it's Bethesda, Maryland. Nice. It's just, yeah. it's yeah. a beautiful place to live. It is. Yeah, but she's staying in Bethesda, working at Walmans. Uh huh. And wink, making wink. a documentary. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's obvious Walmart. <laughs> yeah. So that's what she's doing for the summer and is so grumpy because everybody's leaving her and deserting her. You think she'd have some, like, documentary friends, but I guess oh, not. The AV kids. Where right? are the no, AV kids? Where the no film, doc the bros. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's really yeah. sad for her. Yeah. And then, I think this might be like the worst summer of all of the summers. <laughs> but Carmen 
goes down to South Kekalecki to visit her dad. (laughs) When he he picks her up, she's like, Dad, we're going to spend so much time together. We haven't spent more than four days together in Lord knows how long. And she's like, they're driving, and he doesn't take the exit to downtown because he lives in Charleston. What are you going? <laughs> he's going into a sub development like a development she's like you hate these he's like i never said that and kids encyclopedia crazy i remember we were in dc we were doing this and you said this at this time he's i'm like, supposed Whoa. to be able to lie to you why do you have this memory See, i think i think this this was a really good job of showing how like you know a child whose parent might be kind of absent can really idolize that parent like, mm-hmm. that scene with her, just like a chatterbox. Miles Chatterbox must get in the car, talking to her dad mm-hmm. a mile a minute about, like, all the things that she wants to do with him and how excited she is to be with him. Like, yeah, this is a girl who, like, loves her dad and wants that, like, acceptance and, you know, affirmation from him. Like, this was quality writing and quality acting. Yes, mm-hmm. I do think America's doing a lot in this film. I think she's she does a great a job. Yeah. She's very good. So they keep driving. Homeboy. Rolls up to a house. This fucking guy. Has a whole fucking family. Whole family. Blonde haired, blue eyed family. A wife. Or first she's just like, meet this person. And then she pops out with two. Doesn't even like, oh, by the way, there's a woman you're going to see here who waits for her to walk out. Is it your neighbor? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, why is that lady waving at you? You have some great neighbors, dad. He's like, oh, no, I want you to meet. You might think, oh, a girlfriend. And then her daughter pops out and is like, we're going to be bridesmaids. I, I like my notes just kept being like, okay, Helen Slater. Cause I thought it was Helen Slater. Not Nancy Chavez. Yes. And she has kids, blonde hair, blue eyed kids. And they're getting married. I was like, her dad sucks. The entire, <laughs> the entire area nation foils out of this house. And Muffy and Buffy engaged, from the club. hundred percent. Muffy and Buffy. 100%. Full yeah. on Muffy and Buffy and Biff. Not only yeah. are they engaged, the date is set for like six weeks from now. Like it's coming up. That's why we wanted you here to be in it, and everything will work out great. Would you oh, imagine? I, I literally could not imagine. I'm like, <laughs> you okay? Like, you're not gonna tell me that you're seeing someone, much less that you are engaged to this person, much less that you're getting married, and I'm gonna be a bridesmaid. Like, none you of live this- with her. You live with her too. With her. So I'm coming to stay you with you moved. thinking, yeah, I'm just going to come hang out with my dad. I find out you have a house, a mm-hmm. new life, new mm-hmm. children. Like, mm-hmm. what if you kill the all man? Like, all, all these weird facts. It just, yeah, man. oh God, let's, let's, I want to talk about her. We can, we should probably go through each of these and kind of give our thoughts now that we have kind of the, the scaffolding of this movie. I feel like, Yes. To be clear, the worst of the four stories, and that's saying a lot because Tibby's friend dies. But like the this storyline, I feel like it sets up a whole bunch of elements that don't ever finish. Yeah. There's the Hispanic maid who oh. we introduced for no reason. There's oh. her dad suddenly goes to church and says grace. That was never readdressed at all. Her stepbrother mm. who never speaks. There is soccer. There's tennis. There's all these things that come up and just like never come back up or not important at all to what happens in the movie. It's like, okay, first of all, when she comes in the one time speaking Spanish, yeah, oh, the white people are scared. 
she might as well be coming in like doing the salsa. Hola, she's speaking, like, she's, like, oh Jesus Christ! She's playing a nylon string guitar the whole night. What is she talking about? They are horrified. The daughter's like, is she speaking Spanish? They're they're disgusted by this behavior. Yeah. And the dad's like, oh honey, no one can understand. And she's like, bitch, you can. <laughs> like you speak Spanish. No, I don't. Uh-uh. It was so wild. And then she's like, oh, where's, uh, I don't know what the son's name was, Paul or whatever. And they're so weird about it. And it's because Paul and Muffy's dad is an alcoholic and he goes to visit them. But you would have thought Paul's out there murdering people. Oh, this is the day that Paul Dexter's about <laughs> town. Like, it was. Paul has a crippling heroin addiction. He's out copping right now. <laughs> Like they yeah. just, I mean, thanks, Paul. Appreciate it. That was wild. It was, Jesus, I'm, I'm happy they didn't, but I really thought they were going to make Paul love interest for her too. Oh God! They yes. set it up Ooh. a couple of times where it's like, well, we're gonna we're gonna go play tennis, you and me. Yeah. And then actually, I'm gonna ditch you because our wedding venue is broken. <laughs> Water made break. She needs me right so. now, she daughter, that I haven't seen for more than four days at a time in decades. Or I have to go be with to. this woman you've never met. Right. I need to be with this lady who, you know, is probably a piece of shit. You take her son, who is apparently mute, and go play tennis with him. And I'm like, all right, here's where we're going. They're gonna Hell of a forehand, though, man. Hell of a forehand. She she screams like Azarenka. She's over Jesus here howling Christ. with each. Well, she, well, she was pissed, and I understood why she, she was, was mad. Pissed. But yeah. they so they set this up, and I'm like, okay, so here's gonna be their meet cute. Like it's, oh, he's a he's a, a, a you know conventionally good looking boy of the time, I would say. Um, he he was in shape, and he had like longish highlighted blonde hair. Yeah. And so they're going to play tennis and, oh, I'm going to like tumble over the net. And you're going to catch me. And this is going to be a whole thing. Like, no, no, no. I'm just going to bean you in the fucking face. And then we never see that kid again. Yep. Okay. That's it. I'm happy they didn't do it. Okay, I that. thought that's where they were going. Um, yeah, it was. And maybe like the book has more. I didn't actually bother to look up the book spot. Okay. There's no reason to do that. No, if, if, if you set up a love interest, maybe it's it becomes a little tougher for her to leave. It's really easy a little later the way all, all all that stuff works out and it kind of all bundles up. But if she had someone who she was interested in there, maybe she, maybe it, it would develop the way that, it, that, that, that they need to. Yeah, it, it would be, you know, but, that, uh, but, but if he's silent and the rest are dicks, it's really easy to just say, yeah. Fuck there's, this, there's this whole hubba hubba situation. I don't want, I can't hate the whole herba, family. Herba, herba. <laughs> yeah. No, like turns out I hate the whole family. <laughs> Did we talk about what happened at the, the dress fitting or save that? We have to. Well, you, well I think it kind of ties it, it kind of ties into the jeans. So we can yeah. we can Good talk. Point. Good point. Um so mm, I think the last thing I'll say about their summer vacations is so like Bridget Boy Crazy goes to camp. Um I have many thoughts. Yeah. But the one thing there is supposed to be no boys, there's a hot coach. I think what would have been more interesting for Bridget would have been to be like because the her coach who's just some like redheaded lady with like a nice sensible bob yeah um (laughs) think she's a ball hog and i think it would have been more interesting to investigate bridget's soccer ability and if she could actually be a good teammate and improve her game not have this weird hot coach thing which it gets Look, man, uh, let's talk about the soccer first. That's really easy to do. Um, so, so Bridget is not only a ball hog, she's a goddamn phenom. 
Like she's mm-hmm. genuinely amazing at soccer. She 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 goes one on eleven multiple times and scores. <laughs> like she's yeah, she, messy out here. And she's not putting it like a little bit like bottom right corner. It's like top no, left. It's upper ninety. And, and, and you see these goalies going like almost full extension. I'm like that's a tough. That's yeah, a tough she's, shot, she's kid. out here like straight Jesus. up falling. And yeah. they they move her to sweeper at one point. Uh, and she's like, what? Why? And it's like, well, because bitch, I told you, let the other kids play a little bit. And then she scores from sweeper. Like, she still goes the entire length of the field, yeah. beats the entire team. Um, now let's talk about this hot coach situation. I have... Not hot. Anyway. Just... I had a lot... No. I had a lot of fucking problems here. Like, many, 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 many issues. Um, they established that these girls are 16. Bridget lies and says she's 17, as though it's going to make it okay what happens here. Uh, either way, the boy in question is a college student. Um, we're not, I don't think, supposed to assume that he's a freshman or a sophomore. So this is oh. a 16-year-old girl with a dude in his 20s, and that is never presented like, oh, this is kind of fucked up. Um, I don't know why you would hire a 20-something boy to coach an all-girls teen soccer camp either. He's just like, that good, man. It's and, like and actively trying to have this happen. And if Does he's applying, for, if, if, yeah. if he's applying for that job, I'm suspicious of that guy. Red flag. Call Chris Hansen. I'm telling you, it would happen. So I attended camps before. Feel like he is a weird sport, but internationally, it is played by men. And we had yeah. male coaches at field hockey camp in high school. But like and, that were 20 years old. They were like your peers, because I, I get why you have men coaching women. That that's not that's not strange to yeah. me at all. But like to have one who's like three or four years older than you, yeah. And you're I coached field hockey camps. Wild. To me. I was like uh, nineteen okay. years old coaching kids who were like going into but their you were coaching years. girls, right? But still, like if like in that situation, you might like as a it's like an easy way to make money as a college athlete is just to go okay. around and work at camps. I get that. I just to me it seems very odd. Let's there say, just would have been more suspicious adults. Of everyone. Let's I'm say, suspicious let's say of everyone. Yeah, there was one suspicious of everyone. Yeah. Let, yeah. Let's yeah. say let's say it's basketball. If it's yeah. basketball and you've got like the starting small forward for UConn coaching an all girls 16, 17, 18 year old soccer camp, it's like or basketball camp, it's like, yeah, he's probably gonna try to fuck somebody. <laughs> it's a, it's a there would be idea. more adults around, is what I'm saying. Yes. This, this is... And that and another thing, because that leads me to my next fucking problem. There's the scene where Bridget shows up at the cantina to try to hook up with him. There is another male coach at the table with him who gives him a look like, oh, you should definitely have sex with that high school student. Oh, yeah. The the lady with the sensible bob is there. She's like, I'm hammered. I'm getting more drinks for us. She gets up and walks away. Bridget (laughs) basically does like a Jessica Rabbit walk to approach this dude. And is actively throwing herself at him. And the other coach is like, mm-hmm, do that. I'm like, dude, stop. <laughs> like, yeah. Someone needs to go, hey, knock it off. It's a bad plan because everybody should recognize her. Um, here, here's what I think happened. I think Bridget's dad, as we said, cold distant. Yeah. She was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to soccer camp in Mexico and have a grand old time. <laughs> Daddy cut a check. And he was like, oh, you're gone all summer? 
<laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. How much? Yeah. yeah. Some extra. Yeah. We're rich. It's so he didn't yeah. vet this camp. He was just like, oh, it's all girls. It'll be it's fun. out of the country. Like the it, No, com- compared to Bethesda, Maryland, this is as far on the American yeah. continent. Or Baja, California. Yeah. I mean, uh, unless you want to go to like the very end of the world in like Belize or someplace like or that. Like where it's like Alaska. Right next to Mexico. That's pretty, pretty goddamn far. Just the yeah. end of the world. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. This is a clear across town. Send you away. Yeah. You're gone. Enjoy. It was, yeah, it wasn't great. Well, then, you know, there's more that will once, which I think at this point, uh, oh, and you're complaining about the age different Costas, who we haven't talked about yet, but there's also an age gap there. Fucking <laughs> for no reason. Like, let's talk about Queen's Quick. We, yeah, we gotta talk about the jeans first. Okay, okay. Let's, get, let's get the jeans involved. We gotta talk, talk about, about the these traveling pants, these janky Talk about the pants. Um, so. The girls go to a thrift shop because Lena needs some new clothes. They find a pair of jeans that magically fit all of them, which, you know, is kind of a surprise. They it's, are... it's absurd is what it is. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. At one point, so I think, does Tibby try them on first? And then she makes Lena try them on. Yes. It's and Tibby, then, then Lena, then Bridget. Bridget has them on and then takes them off in the middle of the store. And then America Ferreira drops trowel in the middle of the store too. This is like, fine. What? Uh, yeah. Nah, it's just in my notes. I'm like, why are you doing this in the middle of the store? I didn't shop in a lot of thrift stores as a teen. <laughs> I but if I went to Aeropostale, it was like I'm just gonna drop my pants right here. <laughs> there were never zero times I just took my shirt off in the middle of the village discount. Never went to Village Discount and said, you know what I'm going to do? Pants. I got to try them on right here. God damn it. I got to do it. Can't. Can't do that. That's not allowed. God, no. Because you were wearing those boxers with the fly that might not have good integrity. I'm not going to take the pants pants off in the store. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Just don't do it. No, no, no. No. It was was all all (laughs) weird. Yeah, it's it so wild. And then they're like, it, these pants are magical. We have to go have a seance or some bullshit. In the abandoned aerobic studio mm-hmm. where our moms first met. And come up with rules for the pants. And then this is where I'm like, are the pants a good... Because then we're going to talk about what happens to these girls. Yeah, we should do with that. With these. <laughs> so are the pants benevolent? Are they chaotic good? Like, what you know that thing where it's like neutral good? Oh, I, I, I play Dungeons and Dragons. I know of which you speak. Um, my my thing is, I'm not convinced the genes do anything at all. We're gonna we'll mm. talk about like the individual okay. stories that happen here. I don't. I think if anything, if anything, the genes are chaotic neutral. Okay. Um, they just <laughs> they just infuse chaos into whatever situation that they're in. The other problem is there's a part where they're, they're walking to in the middle of the night to the abandoned aerobic studio, and Lena mm-hmm. literally says out loud, it's scientifically impossible for this one pair of pants to fit all four of us. And they, they're just like, yup, anyway, they do. And I'm just like, hold on. You need to give me a sorcerer, give me a genie, give me something to make this make Ooh. some damn sense. Wouldn't that be you know, fun? These are regular pants that happen to fit all of them, but not Bailey. I saw a movie where this happened, just uh, get, get in, in front of that, uh, what's that machine? And big. Yeah, yeah, kids yeah. get Zoltar be like, these pants, pants. Yeah. Or it had like, or something like the craft of like the lady like yes. pulled back a curtain and was like, oh, we mm. found the fire burn and cauldron bubble. 
like great. You show me no. somebody sprinkling some fairy dust on these shits. Like you have to give me some reason because it's like okay, these fit all four of us. As Dave said, these are Levi's. As you know, Levi's have a number on the back. We all yep. wear five hundred ones now. <laughs> like that's all. Wow. That's all of our style now. Okay. They tried to say it was the same pair of jeans. It most certainly is not because whatever no. jeans Blake Lively is wearing, she's wearing some good early 2000s low rider boot cut showing hips off out. them hip bones. <laughs> hips out. So it, yeah. Yeah, these are not, they, I think they are all flares. <laughs> and that's the one that there's they have. A, in yeah, there's like the tape. Yeah, yeah. low, I'm thinking low rise boot cut, probably a 527 well, her, maybe. That was, five that was big was time into a. That was a yeah. big time thing in the mid 2000s. Yeah, 527s, 569s, those are the two that I used to wear back in the day. Yeah. But the rest yeah. of them were not wearing hip bone showing off low riders. Oh, no. no. They no, were no, not no, wearing no. the Cameron Diaz special. I will tell you. And when I saw oh, Carmen God. put them on, I'm like, oh, there's, there's, she has like room too. Like these, these jeans, these jeans <laughs> yes. make no sense when who the people who were wearing them before, like tiny, itty bitty people. Yeah. Tiny. Alexis Bledel is going to blow away in a stiff breeze. And like, yes, America is exactly. have like room to go. I'm like, come on. As someone but, you know, who like, in college, yeah, we would go like, so some of my friends and I in college, we could, we could all wear the same shirt. And we would, even though we were like, my one friend was like 5'3", I'm 5'6", my other friend was 5'10". Torsos can like, I don't have, my, I have a small upper body. So like, yeah. it would be That's fine. Funny. But when we would go try to buy pants, like my friends could buy pants at a- Abercrombie Kids, and then I would put on the same pair of pants, and they'd be like four inches too short. And I was yes. like, "This is nowadays it'd be the look." But back then, we're not doing high waters. Blake yeah, Lively is conservatively a foot taller than America Ferrera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These pants do not make sense on both of them. They don't. They don't. And then, okay, last thing we'll say about the jeans. We were talking about runtime earlier. Not the. Le- we're going to get to what happens with each girl with the jeans, but um, runtime. Moving a little long. Do I need to see the um, jeans journey through the postal service? Yes, you do. <laughs> I'm going to say this right now. You do. Why? So long. Let me time. tell you. I looked this up earlier. I was just curious. How much do you think it costs to send a pair of jeans from Bethesda to Santorini, Greece? God, bike by donkey back? Probably. Not even by donkey back. FedEx, FedEx is the only place that made it easy to quote it out and figure out how much it costs. Okay. How much, okay. How, how much you think? I used to be uh, shipping at my old job. I know it's, if you it's, want, it's expensive. 220. Priority will get you there in a week, seven okay. days total. $234.56. I was close. And you know what? You know what? It can't even be it can't be priority. It has to be like overnight yeah. because you can't have these things stuck in a week transit every time because then you run out of time yeah. before the summer's over there's yeah. only two options there's priority and economy and even priority takes a week and if you want economy it's 10 days and it's 195 dollars from On a shipping freighter to uh santorini slash uh what was the they just gave me thera in greece is one of the islands so, so. maybe that's what picked the order because they were like well it has to go to lena first because she's the sure. furthest away which furthest is totally away. fine yeah but yeah. then it had to come to tibby and then i was like oh because probably shipping it from bethesda to, to south carolina isn't that expensive right and then carmen because like then carmen's got to ship it to mexico yeah 
And then it goes back. It's not even like, oh, you just had them until you come back. Like, you shipped them back to us. Yeah, then they went to Bridget, or Bridget sent them to Santorini again. Over $1,000 in shipping. And (laughs) Tibby's, like, Tibby's quote-unquote poor or whatever. That's why she's got to work. Yes. She's not poor. She probably just wants Cameron Kipman. Her parents are like, go go earn it. Yeah. yeah, but, and it's yeah. and they and they price it in euros coming back, and guess oh what? Even more expensive coming back. So Jesus Christ! Why? I, they were they were important jeans. It probably meant something to them. So whatever it cost, if they were magic jeans, just toss them in the air. The wind will carry them over. Or maybe seventeen years ago, it was cheaper to. Send. It might have been cheaper, but I could have just had like a plane graphic. They literally showed it on yes. conveyor belts, getting stamped yeah. by people. At one point, they show us with the forwarding address label putting on it. Come on, Jesus Christ! Get to it. Cheese and rice, man, unbelievable. And the fact that it needed a forwarding label because Carmen's dad moved, and the fact that by the time Tibby needed to send Carmen the pants, Carmen hadn't given Tibby the new address. Well, this was this was a uh, a cell phone free world. Because she calls her friends on a payphone. I'm like, this is 2005. She could have called them from the house. A year phone. and a half later, she could have called them from the house phone. Well, she she was at this point like running away from home with like a, no. But a I meant like to get the pants. Oh, but to get the saying. pants the first yes. time, she could have been like, oh hey Tibby, uh, my dad has a whole new family and <laughs> he lives in a real house. <laughs> this is my new address. Lives in a real house. <laughs> We're not sending yeah. letters. We're sending pants. Enjoy pants. Them pants. Yeah. Enjoy. Okay. Yeah, so now that we've gotten into the jeans, this is what happens to each girl with the jeans. And this is where I'm like, are the jeans good? So the, you're saying the jeans are a chaotic neutral, which I think if this anything, first example... If, if the jeans do any... I'm not convinced these jeans do shit. But yes, no, I think really, they're chaotic neutral. It really depends on your belief in the supernatural. If you really think that stuff like that happens... <laughs> no, if, 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 if you yeah. believe that kind of stuff happens, I'm, I'm sure you're like, oh, well, that happened because she was wearing the fucking jeans. If, if you're what, a skeptic, we'll, like, like we'll I'm like... talk about why I have issue stupid. with that. Either. This okay. is just stupid. Let's, this let's is go through these one at a time. Well, this yeah. is what they want you to believe. Okay, so... Lena begrudgingly brings pants because she's a skirt girl and a cardigan, very layered. She brings them to Greece. She is wearing them while sketching by uh, the waterfront. She falls off of her stool into the water. I don't know how, but for some reason. too far of that hunky boy over there. Yes, for the hunky boy. And for some reason, um, there's a lot of rebar on the bottom of this. (laughs) Terrifying. Not That's like four feet Terrifying. beneath the surface. Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm, I, I, don't so even, I don't want to even. I don't even know. What, I don't want to know what was there. Probably something horrifying. Really? Spikes in this water. <laughs> and even better, just just donkey transit. I mean, I that's <laughs> side that, saddle. No, no, that's a real. That's I understand that that's a thing on certain islands. There's there's no way to get up those hills, but. Listen, listen, if you, if you if you watch Real Housewives of uh, New Jersey, there's an episode where they go back to Teresa and Joe Judice's hometown in Italy, and it's like Santa Puntalesca or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, a donkey would be helpful here. These are the narrowest, longest stairways I've ever seen in my sure. fucking life. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. But uh, I was like, that's, they're really leaning into it. I'm like, she could have just had bags, and they could have someone walk her up. But no, yeah. we need to put you on a donkey. Because yeah. we're in Greece, almost falling yeah. off over and over again. I'm like, yeah, yeah. this has to be an ab workout yeah. to almost but fall she, off this many times. She actually fell. fell. I'm like, oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> you can ride a donkey, can't sit on a stool in a harbor, just straight into the ocean the or whatever. Ride <laughs> a donkey. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, the, the rebarb is important because though these, je- these jeans are, you know, vintage used, um, they're, you know, used to happen to me all the time. God, I just remember this, where when you get bell bottoms, if you wait too long and you yes. wind up like walking on the back and you'd put a hole oh, yeah. Yeah. in between the seam. Every pair of Jinkos I ever <laughs> oh, yes, had were ruined guy. within yes. weeks. Yeah. Yes, a Every huge time. hole in the back. Yes, so this little hole between that gets put in above the seam that does the cuff gets yeah. stuck on the rebar, and she's yes. flailing <laughs> she's under the water. Dying. Oh no! Oh, Drowning! Hey. Oh no! The yeah, pants are straight up killing her. These are like Final Destination pants. They are trying to murder her. Chaotic neutral. There is chaos. <laughs> but magically, Costas, the Greek boy dives in, unhooks her pants, saves her life. For some reason, he has to put her on the boat, which, again, there's a harbor just, like, right there. It's, it's farther to the boat than to the harbor. And gives yeah. her a shirt to change into. So now she's only wearing an undershirt. Uh-huh. A, a long a, white shirt. A long white shirt, but then she meets this cute boy. Pants helped her meet the boy. Alright, check it out. So, here's my thing. <laughs> Yes, the pants almost murdered her in cold blood with the rebar. True. Yeah, However, murder. Mm-hmm. from where Acostas was, he could not see that she was stuck on the rebar. He saw a girl fall into the water. Right. Yeah. So he would have jumped into that water if she was under the water with a skirt on. Or I think he just saw somebody fall in the water and jumped uh-huh. in. But she didn't yeah. come back up. So he knew something was up. He had to didn't swim wait. there, okay. which takes some time. I think I think he would have gone to get her regardless of how long she was down there because I'm not sure how you get back up onto the harbor. Like there were no steps, okay. there was no ladder. She's gonna need help. And there's spiky, rusty rebar as far as the eye can see. So like okay. I don't know if the pants actually did anything in this situation at all. There are others that it does even less. <laughs> in this case, I'm like, mm, you're okay. kind of reaching with the pants a little bit. Well, she meets Costas, who has the worst Greek accent. Fucking appalling. Good <laughs> lord. I'm trying to Peter think Vardalos back to... on the phone, please. That's what I'm thinking. Back to my big fat Greek wedding. What's a Greek accent sound like? Not that. Or should I just make it up on, on oh, top, the, top the, of my head? The, that, no, the, uh, <laughs> it's that, it's that um, the monologue Greek. that dad gives. Yes. Your name is Mils, which comes from Greek Mils. Mils. Our last name, Portokalo. Which comes from Portugal, which means apple. So you meal, we apple. Either way, we all fruit. <laughs> like, like that's, that's the that's the one you. His accent was all over the fucking place, and I think they tried to cover it up with him being like, "Oh, I was I lived in America until I was twelve. Then why do you have an accent at all, bro? <laughs> like yeah, English is your first language." Yeah. It's unfortunate. But we also learn his parents die. A lot of, lot of yeah. dead parents. Because like she's like, why are you, why'd you come back to Greece when you were 12 or whatever? He's like, because my parents died. Yeah. Like, really. uh, car crash. Died. But also, you look out onto just the full vista of Santorini. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'd probably come back here too for a little while. Why would you not live there? See what's up. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she meets Kostas, who we also learn... There's uh, some Greek grudges. <laughs> grandpa and yes. Lena's grandpa hate each other because they're fishing battles and wars and sure. I don't I don't know. Your grandfather thinks like... mine screwed him. Mine yeah. thinks he gave him bad fish. Everyone got sick. 
Yeah. Yes. What are you talking about? But Lena, you know, doesn't care. She's going to follow her heart. He's helping yeah. her become a better artist. Yeah. She's becoming less repressed. I think, oh wait, there's that scene where I think it's like she, they find out um, that Costas is like, Costas is however you say his name. His parents died, but he has such a great outlook on life. And it's just like how Bridget lives life to the fullest. And here I am, this repressed little girl who's so scared. And she's just like standing on the dock crying. I don't know. Opening, or then she runs. Then she, does wait, she run to the... Strips down to her underwear. Because this is uh, Alexis Bledel freeing herself from the, right. you know, from the, the, the what's she worried about her name? pants. Fuck this shirt. Yeah. yeah. Just, that's exactly what she's saying. In, no, no shakes like, at all. Fuck like, this dress, dress, whatever. Yeah. Either way. Just, just jumps into the water and then, like, gives she him the like, come off hither the pants. eyes. This pants are gone. takes his shirt off so fucking yeah. fast to jump yep. in the water. It's weird. Yeah. And they so like we fall in so love. We are getting nu- well, so we're getting well, nude now. We are getting nude. Yes, we're getting okay. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Two it's things good. about them falling in love. It's good. We talked about the age gap here. I don't know why. You don't just also have him be 16. No, he's in <laughs> like, college. I know, but why? Just say, I don't oh, know. I'm 16. I'm I go to the university in Athens. Season. Yeah. Look at me. Uh, yes. he's, he's probably 28. I don't fucking know how old this guy is. But Could like, be. Could be. Just, I don't, I, it, it added nothing to have him be also a college student. And then this whole relationship was a case of like super unrealistic expectations for high school relationships. Like, yeah. I wish somebody would have pulled 16 year old me aside and be like, hey, man, guess what? You're not going to marry the girl you have a crush on. Like, you might date. Yes. You got to break yes. up. <laughs> yeah, just just have fun, and then when it stops being fun, break up. Yeah. Like Lena's family treats this as though she has run off and eloped with this man and is with child. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, she's going back to Maryland in a month. Like let her kiss a boy she thinks is cute. None of this fucking matters. But Glad she's said, also yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's yeah, also yeah. so into it. I was like, this is a boy you met who lives in Greece. You still yeah. have two more years of high school left. You'd be like, you know what, Grandma. Okay. Yeah. Let me get okay. my dick wet. It's not gonna matter. Like her dick. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's something for Alexis Bledel to say. Hey, Grandma. Hey, just Listen, let me get yeah, my yeah. dick wet. Let me get my dick Some, wet. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was very yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. All right. So then on to the next. So Tibby uh, is the next recipient of the genes. Uh, somehow they go to the wrong house. And they're delivered by that little girl that, like, Tibby kind of saves at the Wallman's the previous day. Like, she was doing yeah. something in the store, and some little girl is, like, passed out, pissed herself in an aisle. Yeah. A lot of piss. Yeah. And, and mugged her, too. She took, took her wallet. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, Tibby? Jesus. She's like, I thought there'd be an ID in there. I was like, the kid's 10. And then back to the it, it was more than $4 in here. Jesus. Jeez. The girl Where was were on her week. parents. Well, the girl woke up before being put in the air. Her eyes were open and looked like right at you, like <laughs> you, you have a sticker on your forehead. You have a sticker on your forehead. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. so, so that little girl somehow winds up getting the pants because the the male person mixes up the numbers, which actually has happened. That so, did happen a lot when I happens. was in Naperville. Yeah. So the this little girl brings Tibby the pants, lets herself into Tibby's house. They become buddies and friends, and she, even though Tibby finds this little girl very annoying because she doesn't hate everything like Tibby does. Got hope still. 
she lets her work on the documentary, which, as I said, Tibby is a horrible documentarian because as she's filming, she's doing the voiceover. And I'm like, that's not how this works. ADR, baby. And you add it. No. It was later. Yeah. She, it was, oh, it's so she's, bad. No, it's she's, so bad. she's pointing people like, this is what the documentary is about. Talk about that. I'm like, that's not what this. You, you, you capture reality and yeah. it is what it is but uh, yeah this, i don't know whatever this whatever. whole thing felt like a different movie to me i yeah. think it was like the best of these four stories because yeah. it just yeah. felt a lot more grounded than the other ones like it felt more realistic but then the little so we also come to well, find out <laughs> little kids dying little girls yeah. dying on the pizza that's why she pissed herself yeah, yeah. She just, ended up. She ended up looking really gray at the end. I'm like, oh, oh Jesus, she's no, very, sick. very labored breathing. Like it. Aye, it aye, that, aye. that part of this did feel very heavy and kind of abrupt. He finally came. I've been waiting for you. Come on. <laughs> About fucking time. But, <laughs> That's pretty much what you meant to say, but then right. you can't say you can't even drop a fucking in a. Is it, was wait was was this PG? It's PG thirteen. Oh, PG thirteen. Oh, thirteen. Oh, a lot of making out. Okay. I, my thing is no it's pg 100 oh, percent pg you're not dropping a fucking in pg if it's like unless it's like 1981 it yeah. yeah you can say whatever you wanted i my thing was i didn't need the brian mcbrian storyline in this as part of this especially because and dave i don't know if this is going to resonate with you maybe dana will i spent a lot of time in the arcade when i was a kid nobody fucking plays dragon's lair it's a dollar per credit instead of 25 cents sure yeah, it's too much game. money it's too much He's also not playing in an arcade. He's literally just hanging out at the convenience store playing all day. It's got to be yeah. a dollar there, too. Yeah. yeah. And it just it just seemed like, yeah, like I think, um, I don't know, Dying Girl. Bailey. Bailey. Bailey's her name. Dying Girl. Dying Girl. Um, I think she, like, had, like, because she um, had better interactions with other people. It was almost like, oh, we need to have Brian McBrien there because... TB might eventually need a love interest when it was just like just, I thought that and like, like why don't you do that then? yeah it was just they like again I think they just tried to do too much and maybe it's because this was all in the book but I think like the story when they're like uh, they're interviewing the woman that Tibby works with who like also has to work at the ice cream store and when it's slow she experiments and you know Bailey's like well like what kind of flavors have you made like what like tell me more about it did you that know that back. Yeah, never came back. But it's like, did you know that such and such ice cream place like pays people to come up with three new flavors a day? And it was like giving this lady hope and that lady talks to Tibby about it later. And I'm like, this was great. We could have done more of this yes. instead yeah. of Brian McBrien playing yeah. video games at the convenience store. Well, really, the, the Tibby storyline by itself could have been its own movie. Like you could, that's easy to flesh yeah. out to 90 minutes and make it like good because we don't we don't know a whole lot about her family life, her dad, all of that. Like yeah. they they give her this kind of wacky asshole for a boss. Do some more with that. Like there's things we could have done <laughs> yes. with this movie. But if you're gonna introduce Brian McBrian, have him be a love interest. They kind of hint at it a couple times and then just he's never go. Fun. Then just take him out of the fucking movie and make it not. Yeah. He's, he's just a fun. He's just a fun guy. It's, it's weird thinking back to a time when they had video games. And convenience stores. Yeah. Let, let, let me let me tell you something about convenience stores. They want you to get the fuck out as soon as possible. <laughs> yes. But they, not have a video game where they're like, yeah, stay here for a while. Give us a, a dollar per game or whatever it and is. Again, they, they want you to leave. Of Pay for all your shit video games, and go. To have it be Dragon's Lair. 
Yes. You you make that Street Fighter, you make it Tekken. There are things mm-hmm. you can do where it's like, okay, I get why somebody would play this game. Tekken. No, Damn. to get good at an arcade game, you got to play it for mm. a long time. No one is playing Dragon's Lair at a dollar a pop True. for weeks on end. Get the fuck, buy a PlayStation at that point. Ryan yeah. McBride's got tons of money to do it. Apparently, yeah, so that one. Fucking guy. It was, yeah, that was like a very unnecessary part of that. But basically what happens to Tibby because of the genes, she learns to not be an asshole. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I guess so. A little I, bit, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. yeah. She I mean her her breakdown scene when Bailey is like, No, the jeans did their job. They brought me to you. I'm like, that is quality acting out of Amber Dan. She fucking melted. That's that right. was good. Because the little girl's that, that dying was okay. that and was she's fair. trying to give her the jeans because it's like yes. you need a miracle. Yeah. The, the, are magic. Oh, you no, died but, anyway. No, as Google. soon as as soon as that part came up, I'm like, the jeans aren't a miracle. <laughs> They're just pants. They I don't know why pants that happen to fit everybody understood that part's a miracle, but they don't create anything beyond that. They it's kind a of low grade miracle. They're... They 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 basically just stir up the glass of the world and see what happens up on the other side. Yeah, that's all it does. But they, they, she brought, like, they brought Bailey like, into no, Timmy's life, and it's like I have no other choice but let's just give her the genes, and maybe that'll kill the blood cancer. Jesus. <laughs> There it are didn't. a lot of things it in Dungeons and Dragons so that are like this, that are magical, but like so dumb magic. I can make somebody smell baking bread, and that's like the most that this spell does. These pants are that. Like, yeah, okay, the magic part is that they fit. That's all. <laughs> There's no more oh. that they do. They fit. That's, all. that's magic enough. Yeah. Here's the next one, because we do, we should probably keep pumping through these. So the next one are, yeah. Carmen gets the jeans next. And you know what the jeans do for Carmen? They give her the carriage to tell off her possibly racist, racist future mother-in-law, Take break a window by throwing a rock at it, and run away. But do they? I think she would have done that no matter what she was wearing. Well, Ooh. also, in that situation, I probably would have lost my shit, too. So they yes. have to go try on bridesmaids' dresses. So it's um, Helen Slater. No, sorry. Nancy Travis. Her annoying daughter. <laughs> Putting on the ugliest pink taffeta. It was, I don't know. It was really gross. Reminded me of, um, you ever saw the episode of Daria where she plays a, she, she, they do the bridesmaid thing where it just kind of like sits in a weird way. Yeah. Um, It's, yeah, it's, it's very small pink. It is terrible dresses, terrible in every possible way. 100%. But then, so the dress doesn't fit Carmen. And these white women in Charleston, South Carolina, lose their minds. Are this is like this is that like Southern thing where it's like, oh, bless her heart. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. have to dig up extra fabric. Yeah, right? this one needs serious work. Like I forget, I'm, <laughs> it's I forget a total teardown. <laughs> like it's the, the way that they talk about her in full volume with her ten feet away was like. I don't know what we're supposed to do with a girl this enormous. No, that's the whole thing Maybe. about bless her heart. It's it's passive aggressive bullshit. Yes. It's not. Yes. It's mean. They it's not nice. Her, it's mean. 
Or yeah. like maybe we have a poncho or a muumuu out back. Maybe we can go to the military surplus store and get a parachute. I'm not sure what to do. She's not that fucking big, you guys. No. <laughs> pure evil. And then at one point, like she goes back to the dressing room, and Nancy Travis is like, "I'm just so sorry. I thought her father would know have a better sense of her size." I'm like, "In what world does a fucking man know how women's clothing works?" And I yeah, will also attest. Day, don't know what size she wears. He, he just threw out a number one day. It's like, well, last time I saw her, she was a lep. So she's a size 10, 12. I, I will also say, twelve, twenty-eight. Yeah, yeah. If, if it's number. a true bridesmaid's dress, those sizes are fucking whacked. Because oh, I got yeah. one, and they like when uh, when my brother got married, and they I did like send all my measurements to someone, and then get the dress back. And the woman was like. We went with like your biggest measurement, which was like your waist. So the dress fit my waist really well, but like wow. me and you crooks could have fit in the bust. Like it was so big. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus. So I had to take it to a woman to like take it in. And she's like, I like put it on and it literally like stood like a foot from my body. It was I don't so know big. Why, I don't know why men's and women's clothes are sized so differently. Men's clothes are all based on inches. They measure you yep. like, okay, here's your measurements. Here's how it's going to fit. I'm like, yeah, it works every fucking Shoulders, time. Shoulders, chest. <laughs> that's where it fits. Waist. That's how it goes. It fits, it fits every time. But that's that's like how it normally, but like the bridesmaid dress are even worse. It was like a size. I was like, I don't wear a size 12. And they're like, your waist does. And I was like, you do that. Okay. And then I like, when I had this lady take it in, she's like, I'll do what I can. But like, I'm going to have to, do you want me to just build you a new dress? And I was like, very poor. At the so my parents already had to buy the dress for me. And I was like, is that possible? She's like, no. this scene was so crazy i'm just like they talk about her as though you know jabba the hut has walked in here i'm like i don't know what to do with this proportion yeah no that's not she loses her shit and she's like because i'm puerto rican i have curves i have an ass a lot of people have curves and i'm puerto rican but fair you know what fair you said it fair Understood. Like, you're blonde wasp Aryan kids. I have an ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then she just like storms off and leaves. And then like heartbreak a 2 p.m. Heartbreak of heartbreak. Rolls up in her dad's house in a cab. And the cab is like, Do you have a key? Are you gonna be okay? And she's you sure like, they're home. Yeah, she's basically like, Are you sure they're home? So it's all dark. And she's like, Yeah, I'm sure they're just out looking for me. So she sits down on the front porch thinking that like they'll come back eventually then she hears the noise walks around the side of the house they're not out looking for you bitch they're sitting at the table having dinner they are actively hoping you're dead somewhere <laughs> like mm. her, they are having a great dinner dad is laughing they're I mean, yeah. it's like your kid has been missing for it's it's this is summertime yeah. when she went missing was broad daylight conservatively she's been gone for seven hours <laughs> yep. like, you don't give a fuck not a care in the world Picks Fuck up a your rock. Couch. Yeah. Fuck your couch. Fuck your couch. <laughs> Throws it at the window and then hightails it on a bus. Doesn't even get her shit. I was no. like, I'll okay. send for my things. <laughs> it was wild. so wild. Oh I was, God. and her mom was just like, told you that man it wasn't shit. Like, yeah. it's, like, it's, it's like an immature 16 year old. Oh, wait. That's how old she is. It's crazy she made the how right move. I'm like, I'm fucking miserable no, here. Right move, but also that's a super immature thing to do. Not just be like, oh, let's be, fr- let's figure this out and be front. No, that's I'm gonna. No, 
I'm gonna break a window and the, the really try to make a point here. Throw the rock, break the window, and then just stand there. <laughs> she didn't even like break out running. She's like, uh oh. Like, he needed to go yeah, hail that cab. Yeah, right? Chase him down. Yes. Do it. But don't. Oh so god. Mean. So it was like, oh man, slight against slight for Carmen. That's a that was a tough, that was a tough break. Yeah. Um but then the next one, which I didn't I didn't know, like it's unclear what happens, and then something happens later that you're like, what the fuck happened? But basically, Bridget gets the jeans next. And she uses them to build up the courage to in the middle of the night go to the hot coach's um like room well she walks so, past his room that's right she does go past to get his attention yeah. um one thing i will say so she's been to the canteen hits on him there i think this is also uh is this before or after she tells him that her mom is dead and she's been to a therapist who said she's single-minded is, to the point of reckless this is after that was her that was her their first interaction her her sexy talk is my parents are dead. They sent me to a therapist. <laughs> like that was her flirtation with him. That's, okay. Mom's hey, dead. They wanted to get so hot, to a professional. And that's I'm like, so yeah, Hopefully he didn't sign Jesus. up for this. <laughs> like he signed up to coach soccer camp, probably get some cheap weed in Mexico in and then Mexico, head back to Colombia. By the beach, goddamn! It's like that's all I wanted yeah. for the summer. Yeah. He's like, I got this sixteen-year-old trying to get me. <laughs> fired or sent to jail she yes. basically audibly says sploosh every time she walks past him sploosh. yeah exactly so, well and yeah. yeah like every opportunity she can get she's like ripping her hair out of a ponytail when he goes by she douses herself with water one time right? does douse know. herself with water that was that style. was a lot just <laughs> I think, uh, I think uh, Bill came yeah. in and he's like, "What the fuck good. is going on is here?" Happening? Jesus, yeah, it's yeah. it is it is it's crazy to watch this all happen because I'm like, some other adult at this camp should probably go. You need to leave. <laughs> Your behavior yeah. is not okay. You need to get out of here. As someone who like we so like when I coach, we'd all be like out at fields at the same time, and you would just like you notice stuff and you'd be like. All right, I'm never gonna leave you alone with that student. Or yes. hey, put some clothes on. Like this is shit I would say to kids. I was like, for us, like you weren't allowed to be in because like the uh, track teams would like run without shirts on, but it was like a thing where like when you were at fields, everybody's wearing clothes. Yeah, because it's like you have kids of different ages. People feel like you have adults who don't want to see you popping off your shirt. Like we're all gonna be respectable. So yeah, this was wild. <laughs> Since Co Bob, yeah. Cover up them nips, man. Cover up <laughs> them nips. Since the Bob agree. really should have said, hey, she's doing a pole dance right now. And I don't know where that pole came from. I think she brought it from home. <laughs> she's <sighs> bending and snapping left and oh right. My, it is insane. It, like, is. it is. Every chance she gets, shirt off, challenge him to a one-on-one -on -one race down by the beach. Yeah. I'm like, just, you guys don't see this? Yeah, <laughs> like, am I the only one seeing this? It's not great. So then she like gets up the courage to go to his room or walk by his room, but then walk they went. I don't him, know. Yeah. Or some point something she's, happens. She's, with she's them. dressed like sex preamble from the waist up in this scene. She's got on like a, a white button up that is fully unbuttoned and just like tied into a knot with it's a hit very, me baby one more time from the waist yes, up. With a very a very lacy blue bra. And I'm like, why are you bringing this to your soccer camp? You can't play soccer in that. She can't play soccer in a lot of the shit that she wore. 
No one ever had their hair up in a ponytail. This is no, the, bananas. The other girls all did. She was the only no. one that yeah. didn't. They had low ponytails. Yeah. You know how hot your neck would be? Get that I shit don't. up off your neck. I've Get that shit up off your neck. Office. But okay. I, they, they, I, there was that one scene where they're all, the first scene where they're all running. And I'm like, every girl has a ponytail or a bun. You're over here with your hair all the way down. This is too much. Shaking mm-hmm. it out. Um, so then... I don't, do we ever see what happens after she walks past his room? Does she wind up back in his room? Do they just go no. down to the beach? Yeah, so she walks past his room and goes to sit by the beach. It's dark, it's nighttime. It's probably like 10 p.m. Yeah, yeah. Then he comes out and sits next to her. I don't think they say anything to each other and then just like aggressively start making out. Okay, like yeah. My notes just kissing. went, well, at this point, oh boy, did this to himself. Like when he gets fired or caught. Yes. Like <laughs> my, my notes just say, okay, you're fired. <laughs> I'm like, this is it, you're, you're fired. So they they super hard make out, and then we see her come back to her room, looking like a sh- like a like a husk of herself, like a yeah. hollow husk of herself, and then yeah. like lays in her bunk bed, and like then her voiceover begins. And then she writes a letter to Lena, who never sees it because it falls out of the thing and under the bed. And it was something like, "The moment you think is going to make you feel." Hole or something. Yeah. I was like, "Who taught you Makes about you feel sex?" Emptier than ever. Jesus I'm like, Christ. So his so his dick was little. I don't. You're supposed to feel full and you feel empty. That's. I was like, huh. "You're 16. Who could taught you about that? sex?" It, 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 it could be more of a general thing. Like I thought this would be the best thing ever. Oh, you don't think physically empty? <laughs> no, I, I I don't think it was. It 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 could have been perfectly fine, but also like she's she's just like this isn't this isn't. But like, again, this isn't good. who? taught you that like it's fucking tv and movies where it's gonna be like that that scene of clueless where the the fountain goes up when she realizes she she loves josh or something (laughs) so so this this was the part of her story that really threw me i they portray this as though she's being a victim of sexual assault like, so that's what I'm going to say coming yeah. up later towards okay. the end. But okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're just like, I guess, yeah, like she had sex and now is like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have because I'm 16 with some random dude at I'm a fucking child. soccer. I, you I, think I put, he I put that dick on a pedestal. It, it was dick a lie. That's yeah. a child. That's a child. Yeah. Did she even, even, did... even 17 just, or just how about people under your care <laughs> don't have sex with them? Yes. Sorry, man. It's, I understand. Like, They're probably, cool, Dave. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> It's a really easy rule to follow. Very easy. Just don't do it. Yeah. Just don't look. Just don't. Yeah. Exactly. Stuff like that. Yeah. Did he have like a condom with him? I have so okay. So many questions. We don't. We gotta keep moving. Okay, okay. Dana. Imagine you are running a soccer camp, and a guy that you hired to coach these girls shows up with condoms. It's like (laughs) get out. How would go back home? How would they know? They're not searching my bags. I, I don't know, but if he came with condoms, it's like okay, you are a predator, sir. He could have. There's. A, they went to that cantina. He could have fucking slept with the townie. You were in the middle of goddamn nowhere. Okay. Anyway, okay, we don't need. We got to keep it moving. So basically, okay. um, Lena doesn't see this uh, letter, and she gets caught by her family. Her her yaya's looking through her drawings. A scandal. There's a shirtless and shirtless. Big ass nipples on that guy, too. In her illustrations, big old dinner plate nipples on that guy. Oh my God. It's so funny. And then she winds up like kind of getting in her fight with her yaya, but then her 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 grand, I don't know, the Greek term for papa, whatever. It's like Babu or some shit she called him. Bob, whatever. He like finally puts his foot down and tells his wife, like, quit, 
quit your nonsense let her fall in love or whatever um because i think costas has already said he loved her which i was like bitch yeah, you, like 23 he said he loved Normal. her and then her grandparents came in and granddad spit in his face and he took her out <laughs> yeah that's good that was, that was yeah. great that's great oh so funny okay and then uh so then grandpa's like go go get him or whatever so she rides to the ferry also says he loves him whatever that's her whole thing and i was like this dramatic ass film um and then we so there's that she finally comes home uh bailey the libby's friend i think she dies right she dies oh she dies okay so libby dies dies. um and then she lied uh, she lied yeah i guess at this point bridget's also come home and then I feel like Lena called and was like, we fucked up. I didn't see the letter. You guys have to go be with Bridget because right. she's upset. Yes. That was the part where I'm like, was this a, like, did this, did she not want to have sex? And he did sex to her? So, yes. She, so then, she's then, depressed for weeks. Yeah. Because she's like very shaken by this whole thing. And then I think this is <sighs> the next morning. Uh, so they do the pizza party. Uh, Tibby, Bridget, and Carmen all hang out. The dog comes in and steals the pants, maybe? Yeah. Her the dog does. comes in and takes the pants. Okay. And he the, doors, runs the front the, door's wide open for some reason. Yeah. Runs outside. She runs after them, barefoot in her PJs again. This girl, oh, whatever. She's got, Bridget's got a lot going on. Got them burnable feet. Just tough. Yeah. <laughs> tough Who does she bump feet. into on the streets of Bethesda? Hot soccer coach. Basically, there to apologize. I think and that's what I was like. Oh, I'm not sure what he's there. For. Was it? Was it an apology? He says was he's it? like there looking for her. Yes. To be like, what happened between us? Like, shouldn't have happened. Yes. But then follows it up right away with, "But when you're 20 and the boys are all after you, give me a shot." And I'm like, "Yes." So, so yeah. now after after you have deflowered this poor girl, uh-huh. now you realize the age is a problem. And rather than just like, I don't know, call her, write a letter, ignore it, you you go up to Maryland on your way to Columbia. <laughs> like you, you get off the bus a no, while no, away from I'm, Columbia. I'm we don't know where he's from. Up ninety-five to from Bethesda though. Because he says I'm on my way to college. So like yeah. he's regardless, this is not like it's on the way. You're not like it's, yeah. you know, you're not next next state over next city over like you're you're stalking a poor girl so the jeans the jeans work even if they're not on a butt the jeans don't do anything the jeans don't do if they're in a dog's mouth they seem to but they brought this you want to look at it yeah they brought this closure to bridget but that's what that was the first time i was like okay originally what what closure to to bridget was like hey when you're older and probably again check me out yeah no so this is the closure so like originally i saw it as yeah she put having sex up as this like magical thing and then yes. she had it, and she's like, "Oh, this is on a pedestal. Got it's, it. just a, it's just it's just a, an act. It's an act. <laughs> it's something yeah. you do." And when he came back and was just like, "I just kind of wanted to apologize," I was like, "Was this like an?" Un-? She's like, "I didn't tell you to stop." Because <laughs> right? that's what she said. Yes. I was like, yeah. "What?" <laughs> I was like, 
oh and especially like okay you didn't fuck her the day before everyone left we see her like sadly not playing soccer after this happens so like you were there for days perhaps weeks and didn't say hey man sorry i boned you none of the adults are like what's up with showboat (laughs) why why isn't she playing anymore he should have said there was no way there was no way there was no way but uh she said uh, there was a way there was a way I don't. I'm not getting that joke, but she definitely was just like. It's a family cutaway. It's fantastic. I haven't watched it in a while. Um, okay, no we need to keep this moving because I we are like going way long. I thought we could do this one a little bit shorter. So it's yeah, it was. Uh, I was like a little. I was very grossed out, and I was like, oh, I thought it was just like I had sex and it wasn't great. Not like a maybe I didn't want to have it, but I didn't tell you no. I was like, Ugh. very gross. So that yeah. was nasty but he kind of apologized yep. and that was really gross you guys are right that he was very gross so thank god for those pants huh yeah these <laughs> great pants um and then they go to the airport to pick up lena learn about costas and then as they're coming home from the airport they're like and guess what carmen we're taking you to your dad's wedding let's go 16 year old girls driving three states away overnight it's an eight-hour drive. What the fuck are you doing? An eight-hour drive. Take, we're taking a ride from BWI down to Charleston, South Carolina. I'm guessing. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Surprise! No, no, like, no map quest. I'm like, what just, the fuck are we? No what? GPS. Just really? Just at night. Four mm. sixteen-year-old girls. Not gonna happen. Not yeah. gonna happen. Yeah. Baby needs to babysit. Yeah. There's just and then, so they're making Carmen go to her dad's wedding. Um. They all have lovely dresses on, or dresses at least, sundresses, some dresses. sort of dress. And they're like, Carmen, you're wearing jeans. And I was just like, these jeans fucking suck. Like, you just stop. Well, they, they get all the way there, and then Carmen's like, I can't do it. I can't go in. And like, Bridget's like, hey, wear the pants. It's like, okay, I guess I can go now because the pants are yeah. magic. I'm like, dude, they're not all, magic. All one person has to say is, you should wear the pants. You should wear the pants. You you wear the pants. Girl. It's not my week, she says. And then they make yeah, a new rule week. where you can wear them if you're in stress or whatever. Get them Please. apple bottoms with wear the, the fur. Let's go. Wear the pants. Wear the pants. Right. Wear the pants. Right. Yeah. Um, and then one thing else. So we have like Lena falls in love with Costas. That's her wrap up. Uh, Blake, Bridget gets an apology from uh, rapist soccer. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yes, her assailant. We learned that like Tibby's friend dies and like it maybe made her a nicer person. And then she just talks about the fact that the documentary is called Bailey now, but we don't see a clip. We don't see a trailer. We've seen never see a bit of this fucking thing. The the closest that we see is the monologue that Bailey delivers to the camera, which I'm assuming is part of the movie. Like that's it. We don't see any of this fucking movie. So that was a bummer. And then um so they Carmen, they show up at the wedding, they just sit quietly in the back, just quietly sit down. There are 40 and, guests. You're you're seeing right away. <laughs> I know. They're in the backyard. Because they're also, it's you know, it's the early it's the mid-2000s. Fashion is bold. And like Carmen's wearing a pink ass yeah. bright shirt. Like it's a lot. So they sit down in the back and uh dad and Nancy Travis are about to do their vows, and he goes, No, wait. I can't. It's not right. <laughs> like, what? 
It's not. Co- he says some bullshit about how it's not complete because his kid isn't there or isn't up there with them. And I'm if like, you were getting ready to get married 20 minutes ago. There a kid be in there. You were fine. <laughs> you were about to go through this. Part. You didn't try to no. get up to Bethesda. You didn't call her. What would he have done if Carmen wasn't there? He'd have been like, let's do this. Like mm-hmm. I don't. I was like this bitch. bitch. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was, I was not satisfied set. with anything that 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 he said. I think that's perfectly fine to feel that way. Yeah, 100%. I'm just yeah. Fuck Bradley. So, yeah. That's I love like, Bradley Whitford too, but also fuck him sometimes. He sucks. Yeah. Sometimes. He, this, was, this was not great. So, then that's <laughs> yeah. the closure to her thing. Her dad makes her come stand up at the altar in her jeans and a fucking wild ass looking shirt. She's going to be yeah. pissed about this in like 20 years, not even, probably like five years. She's like, Dad, I look like a fucking asshole. Why'd you make me join all these photos? <laughs> you jerk. Um, yeah, he doesn't say anything that, like, it is terrible and then the movie ends at the four of them 